Welcome to the Yoga Addiction. If you're a yoga teacher or student who wants a deeper understanding of yoga with respect to science, health, and longevity, this podcast is for you. Every week, we'll dive deep into a topic to help you be a better yogi, teacher, and communicator. We want to give you a practical understanding of the current science related to yoga and help you create quality, safe, and inspired classes, whether they are for yourself at home or for your students. I'm Natalie Sanger. And I'm Sandy Hewitt. We look forward to you taking part in our conversations. Hi, everyone. This is Natalie. Um... I'm here with Jivana Heyman, and he's going to be a guest on, well, a guest again on an upcoming podcast where we dive deep into a book that he has written, a really awesome book called Accessible Yoga. Um, but what we wanted to do today is just introduce Jivana and ask him some rapid fire questions so you guys can get to know him better. thought this might be fun. So we're not going to discuss the answers at all, um, which is really like the opposite of what we do on this podcast. We always kind of chat back and forth a lot. So do you know you can say hello before I just bombard you with questions? Okay. Hi. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Um, so Sandy has kind of curated a very random list of questions. I might add to it as we go along. So let's just start with something yoga related because some of these aren't so yoga related just to kind of get to know you outside of yoga. Um, what is your favorite yoga pose? Wow, that's a good one. Um, well, this morning, my favorite pose was a lying spinal twist, <laughs> but it changes every right. day. What are you not very good at? Um, these interviews? <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I'm not very good at doing one thing at a time. Uh... <laughs> I, I, like, I like to multitask, which doesn't feel very yogic of me, but whatever. Okay. What does it mean to you to be a yogi? Hmm. Oh, that's a great question. I, I'm really interested in that question. I would say what it means to be a yogi is someone who's um, reflecting on themselves, doing self-exploration in, in some kind of serious, um, concrete way as a regular practice. And self-exploration to me is really looking at, um, you know, the relationship I have with my own mind and connecting deeper with myself, with my heart. Okay. Yeah. This is a hard okay. practice for me to not respond, but <laughs> <clears throat> I totally agree. All right. <laughs> um, since this podcast is called The Yoga Addiction... I know the the link and not everyone agrees with that language is kind of a fun, a fun uh, name we came up with. What keeps you addicted to yoga? Yeah. Um, pain and suffering. I think <laughs> the pain and suffering of life keeps bringing me back to yoga because every time I like don't practice for a bit, it's just like, Oh wait, that's hard. So yeah, life brings me back over and over and over. Okay. Um, this one's not, yeah, this is kind of a question. Uh, do you tend to stick with tradition or do something new? That is exactly what I'm interested in. Actually, that that's, I would say that my answer is both. I am really, really interested in the way that those two things come together. How do you 
well, maybe not stick with tradition, but how do you respect tradition and create something new? And maybe more than new, I'd say something useful and appropriate um, to this moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you wrote a book on that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I got a lot to say about that one. Yeah. 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 We'll dig into that one in, okay. in, the, in, the, in the long version of this. Um, if you were to buy a plane ticket right now, where would you go? Oh my God. So the great thing about my life is I get to travel all the time. Um, but it's funny because I usually don't get to pick where I go so much. I get invited to come. So I think, um, actually I'd like to go to India. Like I literally travel around the world and I've never been to India. So I feel embarrassed to say as a yogi, I've never been to India, but you know, that's life. Oh, I, you know, I don't have the luxury usually of going for um, fun. I, like I said, I go where I'm, I'm drawn. So that's a good question. Thanks. Yeah, no worries. Um, okay. Let's see. What's your favorite room of your house to be in? Um, my little yoga office that I'm in right now, because mostly because I can look at my garden, which is what I'm really obsessed with. Oh, awesome. (laughs) Do you have any pets? Yes, I have two dogs and one is at the vet right now. So I'm worried about them. Oh. But yeah, they're both older. They're both 13. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you'll probably hear the other one barking. Oh, that's, that's completely normal (laughs) on this podcast. (laughs) It's like a, almost a given that our guests have a barking dog in the background. Yeah. yeah. Sandy has a we'll dog see. too. So, um, what's your favorite meal? You mean which meal of the day uh, yeah. or what food? Let's go with any, any type of food. Yeah. Oh, what's my favorite food? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so hard. It depends on my mood, but I would say it's somewhere between potatoes and donuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yum. And then I want to go on the garden thing just because you spoke of that. What brings you into your garden? Oh, gosh. It just, you know, makes me feel better. It helps me get out of my head. It's kind of like it's like a practice for me to be in nature and it's the easiest way to be in nature. I don't have to go on a hike. I just walk out the door right there and there's nature. So, um, and I love, I love plants and watching, you know, animals like birds in the yard. It's just really, it's just very, um, calming Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's good for me. I know it's good for me. Where do you live right now? I live in Santa Barbara, California. Okay. Why did you start doing yoga? Well, um, I, that's a long story, but basically I, I was suffering. I was unhappy and stressed out. Um, I'd actually, my grandmother did yoga and taught me when I was a small child, but then I, I came back to it when I was just out of college and I was just really, I was actually an AIDS activist at the time. And Lots of my friends were sick and dying, and I just needed something for myself. So I started going to yoga. Yeah. Hmm. Why did you write this book, Accessible Yoga? Hmm. Well, a couple reasons. I mean, I think the main one was just that I, I'm, I'm a teacher. Like, that's all I 
ever want to do is teach yoga. And it just felt like another vehicle for teaching. And it felt like a, it was a way to get my the message of accessible yoga to maybe people who I don't get to meet in person or who won't go to a yoga studio or take a yoga training. You know, that's who I'm really interested in reaching with this book is people that don't think they can do yoga. So I thought a book could be a good vehicle for that. And I, and I always wanted to write a book kind of. My mom was obsessed with books. Mm -hmm. She was like, she would read like three solid novels a week in a cookbook. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. like my dream. And she, yeah. <laughs> and she actually died two years ago, which is, and, and right after I got the contract. So she was so happy about it. And it was just really, it was really great that, you know, she knew that um, I was able to do this. Yeah. So. That's very special. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for answering these questions at random. Um, I'm going to stop there because I want to dive into this book and more of your background, um, which we're going to do on a longer episode. So thank you so much. And thanks, everyone, for thanks. listening. So Jeevana Hyman is going to be we're going to do probably like an hour ish long episode with him about his amazing book called Accessible Yoga. Um, until next time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.